Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hour three of the Tuesday, November 10th edition of the Lori and Julia show. We've got a dirt alert with Holly coming up at 520. We've got the study of duh coming up around 530. And of course, if you don't listen to them live, you can always listen to them on the app or on the website as a podcast. And you know, if you do that, you should sign up for listener rewards and win stuff. For instance, this month we've got a $1,000 little blind spot window warm-up. We've got gift cards to Lunds and Byerly's, Ikea, Crisp and Green, Punch Pizza, and more. Just look up Listener Rewards at MyTalk1071.com. Nice. Thank you. I do love those rewards. <sighs> You're not eligible, Julia, so just but don't even try. Stop them. trying under all your fake names and email addresses that you can't remember the logins to. <laughs> it's like all my Facebook names and birth dates. I've got so many different things out there. Oh, yeah. I know who the heck's birthday is. Happy birthday, Laura. And you're like, it's Julia's, but it's tomorrow, not yeah. today. No, I know it. It's oh, we have so many different things out there. Uh, well, speaking of... Um, Money. Let's talk <laughs> real quickly. Because we just were. Because we just were. But mm-hmm. speaking of money, Warner Brothers. Remember when I said a week ago Monday when the judge found that 14 times, yes, indeed, Johnny Depp was guilty of physically abusing his wife, Amber Heard. And Johnny had gone ahead and sued and, you know, all the dirty laundry. And then he was found guilty. And I said, Julia, just think they'll be able to say um, Call him in the papers. In the papers or reference Across Academy Award nominee and wife beater Johnny Depp. Yes. I go, this is terrible for him. And I was I was just like, this is not good. And I wasn't even really like comprehending. So the Hollywood Reporter today. Okay. Behind Warner Brothers' decision to sever ties with Johnny Depp and have him re- resign from Fantastic Beasts even though they have to pay him anyway, and he'd filmed one yes. scene. Yep, 10 million bucks. And got his... That's a good paycheck. Yeah, but now he might have to be testifying like in a couple of weeks in this defamation thing. The yes. other thing in the Washington Post, yeah. which he was delaying the trial to because he was filming this movie. Anyway, guess what? what? The reason why Warner Brothers is letting him go is because they would have no control over news outlets. Now, of course, Entertainment Tonight wouldn't call him that. Calling him this? They would be able to say Academy Award nominee and wife beater or wife abuser or whatever, depending on... They would be able to say that about him in perpetuity now. But you can say it in the U.S. even if it's only proven in the U.K.? Yep. Oh, 
because maybe a lawyer right. would just say this isn't going to be worth so your time. And there's so many, there's like this whole huge uprising of people in support of him. Well, yes, there are, but yeah. in the time of Me Too yeah, it's not, and... It's not and uh, so domestic that's why, violence. They couldn't control the. They couldn't control the, the studios. Anymore. They call it risk averse. All right, got it. And it was worth it to them to just have him pay his money, let him write his scholarly letter goodbye yep. to the fans. Yep. So he could just say they've asked me to resign and I've accepted it. And he's um, going to have to start producing all of his new pro- products right now. Yeah, projects. But, if but he wants to do anything, he was paid eight figures. And mm-hmm. Jude Law and uh, the other guy, Eddie Redmayne, you know, they should be asking for a raise. But who knows? But anyway, that's basically it. When the judge made that decision, it was that done. was it. That was done because. There's no control over the, of the There's no control. Okay. And they could, and there, and then, so every time a movie, they're like, and Fantastic Beast, were you, did you see this movie? Yeah. Rocco? No. No, okay. No. So, but I mean, it made, the first two movies made $1.4 billion. Wow. Globally. All right, that's good, Jing. And um, so anyway, the second one, I mean, Excuse me, the first two installments of Fantastic Beasts got 1.4. Then The Crimes of Grimwald, the third one, didn't quite reach a billion. But, I mean, it's huge. It's a big deal. And the third one is set to be released next July. Mm. And Johnny was relying on this job so he could keep pushing back the Washington Post lawsuit he's got going on. Anyway. There you go. And then there's that. Yeah, I, I mean, I was like just thinking, oh my, the fact this was that all this was, so wrong. Yeah, to, it would have gone away. It would have would have gone away. Boy, you really, if someone is thinking about, you really just have to double check people's egos, you know, at the door, and you really have to have a good hard conversation with people, opening up a can of worms. And Johnny Depp's public out. image was this. One thing, and we found out so much about him. We found out that he was human. We saw him covered in vomit. We saw him passed out with an ice cream cone in his face. You know what I mean? His lap. It was a a pint. It wasn't a cone. It was Telante made in Minnesota. Right. Salted caramel. You know. In his lap. And and if he had had his old team of people, they would have told him, never complain, never explain, do nothing, Johnny Depp. Well, Say happens. nothing. Realize you were a fool. Okay. Now, Nicole Kidman covers Marie Claire, Australia. She really is doing a lot of press for the undoing, but she's... You know, she works She works harder. She has multiple projects. All the time. Because she's filming Nine Perfect Strangers, a Leanne Moriarty novel that she optioned after Big Little Lies. Which I can't wait to see. And that was a good book, Rocco. We had that book Rocco, on, too. That was on. We have a good history of books becoming, I, know. I don't know. But now, I don't know how our history is going to work. Okay, but anyway, she's filming. She and Keith and the kids are down under, and um, they they just uh, love, of course, seeing her mom and her sister, and they're all down under. But she asked, um, the Mary Claire asked about... Um, about Keith, and this is what she said about the female energy in the home because they have two daughters. Yes, Sunday and Faith. Uh huh. She said, "Well, it's just Keith and the and Julian, our dog. At times, I'll find him in his closet playing guitar. <laughs> That's when I know we really need to give him space. <laughs> oh, and he Google's cars. 
I'll know when he's stressed because he's Googling cars. I couldn't care less what car I'm driving. You can pick me up in any old thing, but Keith and Faith love their cars. So that's when I give them space. That's Rocco. When does Meg know to give you space? Do Where you does have, she like, find do you? Do you have a, a place? Are you playing the guitar in your closet? <laughs> no. I, uh, you know, I, I usually go down in the basement and watch my TV shows and whatnot, you know. That's where you get away. I remember, like, very early days when my kids were super young when we lived in Edina. And, um, and I just remember a hardcore winter or something. And they were, it was just a lot of a lot. And I was traveling so much. And we had, na- you know, just a lot of mm-hmm. a lot. And everything at accelerated speed. And I just remember I'd go into my walk-in closet. Shut the door. Uh-huh. And bring the phone in. Uh-huh. Where are you? Hmm. In the closet. Hanging under the whites. <laughs> right by my black shoes. Looks yeah. like I have a lot of them. I'm I mean, hiding I remember, from my children. I remember doing that, you know, just to get away. Yeah. Every once in a while. Oh. Or not wanting to drive home right away knowing the kids would still be up. Yeah. After an outing with the girls or something, a bunco mm. or whatever. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, oh, I'm going to drive around the block just a couple more times. I do remember that. And she does talk about... Uh, if- Hugh Grant, her co-star, and then doing, she said, he's so great to hang out with, so naughty. I've known Hugh since my early 20s. My sister and I remember going to dinner with Hugh and Liz Hurley at the Ivy in London. And she and I would talk in our secret sister language, and he was always like, what the hell are you saying? She said, we just get along. We just have that British-Australian connection. I already knew his wit, so we have an ease, which is great for our on-screen marriage. And... We went on this very intense journey because it is intense. This show. Because it's a murder mystery and there's red herrings being thrown and it's just kind of exciting. We're going to have to buy HBO tonight because we're sick of Lori (laughs) talking about all these shows that we don't have access to. Honest to Pete. Anyway. We're going to have to get on it. He also addressed the fact that Keith always says he married. Keith Urban. Keith Urban that he married up when he married. uh, Well, she is taller. See, that's true. (laughs) That's true. She is taller. Uh-huh. Oh, they're darling. They really are. Okay, so the country, the CMAs are tomorrow night, tomorrow right? Night. They're having some kind of, ABC's Robin, having some special thing yeah, tonight. Yeah, Robin's going to sit down with them. So the word on the street is that George Snuffleupagus really wants to host Jeopardy. I don't. You don't buy that? I don't buy I've it. I've seen it in three different places. I really? don't buy it for one damn second. Do you it's think probably, he'd be good at it or you don't care? Why? No, it doesn't. He Why doesn't fit. He's too political. Yeah, he doesn't fit the role. I'd rather have Ken Jennings and see George. Oh, see, Ken Jennings has no personality. But I'm just saying, All don't. Right. But I, in a way, I, he doesn't. You know, you don't need Trebek one. didn't show a ton of personality, well, and that's what made him right. Good. Great. The questions are what. It's not going to be George. The star. Yeah. All right. I don't know why that person keeps planting that story. What is that about? I don't know. Maybe he just doesn't want to work at GMA anymore. Maybe he wants a different lifestyle. Maybe Allie wants to go back to Hollywood. Maybe she just wants to. They want to just take a back seat on every morning being up at 4 a.m. or 3 a.m. You know, that would be easy. Those morning people. Okay. I have a plea for Matthew McConaughey. I don't know how he ended his book to you. I can tell you if he's willing to do this. Okay, I he he that movie How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days, which I'm sorry, it is just a C. I know people love right. it, but it's I not still remember good. it's with Kate Hudson, Kate Hudson, who she said it was like kissing her brother. So now I can horrible. never look at this movie the same way and think they had any less. 
He says he would possibly consider doing a sequel to that because people still love that one. Well, Who pe- are the people? A lot of people. Well, really? I can tell you what dress she wore. She wore satin slip, yellow slip dress, slip dress. I can, and I'm okay. Here's how the book ended. Um, he ended on this note. No, oh. not at all. Oh. Not at all. He is open to to do- life. To experiences. You've never met anyone in a more of a journey of self-discovery than Matthew McConaughey. Okay. And I feel like he's done his serious stuff. He wants to be moved. He's, he's, I'm telling you that book, um, Green Lights, if you have boys, it's an interesting. Kate has ruined that movie because of how she talked about it. Well, I'm not going to listen to her. All right, fine. I still think he'd be good to kiss. Well, I'm not saying that, but I mean, she's gone on several times about how brotherly the kisses were. Maybe the movies continued without her. Maybe it's someone else. Maybe. That didn't slam his kissing. Her character, whatever her name is. Dies off. Maybe something happened. Got bit, eaten by a shark. Exactly. (laughs) And you know how that happens. (laughs) All right, listen, it's time for the Dirtler. We'll be right back. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Hey, Hey, Lori. Hey, Julia. All right. We're ready for our Dirt Alert. Okay. Well, we're going to start with Jonathan Rees-Meyer. He was arrested for DUI in Malibu. Oh, no. uh, After crashing his car and failing a sobriety test. Yeah, so he had a minor car crash on Sunday at around 5 in the afternoon. Police arrived at the scene, and he showed signs of being intoxicated. He subsequently failed a field sobriety test and is said to have gone well past the legal limit for alcohol. Then Myers was arrested for misdemeanor DUI, taken into custody. And uh, Jonathan has had a well-publicized battle with alcoholism. Yes, yes, for years. Yes, it's reported that he's been to six rehab stints. Yeah, and he also publicly apologized to fans back in 2015 for a minor relapse after pictures surfaced of him on the street drinking straight from a bottle of vodka. I remember those uh, photographs being out in the tabloids. And I feel like there was another thing at an airport. Uh, he had yes. a, I don't, don't know if he get, was arrested at the airport. He was drinking. He was. Don't get him confused flight. with our Frenchie. Remember Dupont? Oh, Gerard, Gerard Depardieu? No, well, no, he not. peed on a plane. I'm just making sure we weren't getting our two, <laughs> no. our two young men. Jonathan Meyer started he played in... played Elvis in that he, one suite. Well, but he also played in um, The Tudors yes, on Showtime, did. which is a great show he if you like struggled. your historical fiction. Yes, he has struggled with alcoholism. Yeah, and then you guys are referring to back in July of 2018. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, Stephen Diener hosted the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Where he vowed to stay sober after being detained following mm-hmm. a drunken fight mm-hmm. with his wife on board a plane. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, it's... It's too bad. Yeah. He's too got bad. kids and everything. Come to Hazelden. Yes, <laughs> yes, Jonathan. You will be well taken yeah. care of here. So wish him the best and hope that he's getting and the care that he needs. And dangerous. I mean, how many DUIs oh, does no, this I guy know. have? Quite a, quite a few. It's yeah. like that Garrett Headland. He oh. was like so, so, so wasted. That's blackout drunk wasted. Oh. He was like at such a high level. High level. Oh, yeah, and thinking about the roads... Particularly in a place like Malibu, lots of winding canyons. I don't know exactly yeah. where he was pulled over. The Pacific Coast Highway mm-hmm. uh, that gets really narrow. So I'm glad that you know no one was hurt. Yeah. In all of this, let's go to Britney Spears. There was a court uh, hearing today regarding Britney Spears and her conservatorship. And Britney Spears' attorney today blamed Britney Spears' hiatus from music on her dad, Jamie Spears. This all happened today in court in Los Angeles. Britney's attorney said, my client has informed me that she is afraid of her father. She also stated that she will not perform as long as her father is in charge of her career, saying we are really at a crossroads. Now, I don't know if they meant that referencing the movie, but I'd like to think that they did. I I like to think that that was deliberate on her attorney's account. Now, in response, one of Jamie's lawyers brushed off the comments as hearsay, claiming that he prevented Britney from speaking to Jamie uh, so saying that the attorneys are barring Brittany and Jamie from actually talking to each other. Oh, and this is so bad. Yeah. This hearing today was held to determine whether Jamie would remain co-conservator of Brittany's estate. The judge today ultimately decided to not suspend Jamie, saying the matter can be further discussed down the road. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, Brittany, I hope you got to see Caitlin Bristol do your um, Brittany... Spears' performance uh, to a tango. It was amazing. Less than she with the stars. Yeah. <laughs> I bet Brittany probably watched. It wouldn't I, surprise me if she watches Dancing with the Stars it, yeah, a little and bit. And The Bachelorette. Yeah, yeah. me too. Yeah. Uh, Rick Ocasek from The Cars. Turns out he was kind of a jerk. This according oh. to his son, Chris. Uh, Chris, yes. So Chris posted on Instagram a photo of himself with Rick Ocasek, his dad, and his brother Adam with the caption, you don't exist, we didn't either. Yikes. So he's talking to Page Six, Chris Ocasek, talking about so about his dad and his non-relationship with his dad. He was a child from Rick Ocasek's first marriage. Rick was married three times, and apparently there was no relationship, and he was saying that the relationship ended the day I was born. So these aren't the sons from Paulina Poroskova? These are oh. the sons from the first marriage? Yes, these are the sons from the first oh. marriage. Chris is in his mid-50s at this point. And he's left, I mean, those was, kids were deliberately left out of the will, too. The only ones who got the money were Paulina's Plina's boys, boys. Two boys. Yeah, because Paulina was written out of Rick Ocasek's will. She got yep. kicked out of there. She lost their house, the house they lived in for all those years. She said she was delusional for believing that he and not would, seeing yep. the, the paperwork of what his, you know, 
Will was. Yeah, and Chris <laughs> says he and his brother Adam were the only sons to be left out of Rick Ocasek's will. All the other kids were left in there. And he said uh, Chris moved to Los Angeles from New York so that he could get as far away from his dad as possible. Oh, my he, gosh. Look at just, the hashtags this on this Instagram. Horrible. Yeah, it is really some of the hashtags on this post include my father died twice, throw away kids, canceled, deleted, deserted, ghosted, ignored, indifferent, deadbeat dad cruel pretender lie after lie i mean those hall of shame oh my gosh i mean he has and he looks just like his dad yeah Yeah. he does he really does well and chris said that it was it was really burdensome because he tried to have a music career in the 80s he's actually a pretty talented artist when you go and check out his instagram account he he has a, a gallery showing right now in los angeles of photography and multimedia art but mm-hmm. rick Ocasek, by all means it's just it is horrible it is yeah not a good legacy not a him. good legacy at all uh, let's go to something that's a little happier prince harry joining a star-studded lineup for a good cause he is going to appear at the 14th annual stand up for heroes event which is slated to air virtually on november 18th he's going to be joining people like bruce springsteen cheryl crow brad paisley uh and ray romano tiffany haddish they're all going to be on stage this is going to be hosted by john stewart Cool. Is this uh, raising money Yes, something? Yes, this is raising money. And Prince Harry, he did serve in the British Army for 10 years, so he has a very Mm -hmm. strong connection to the military. Are they going to clutch their pearls tomorrow about this? Now that he's a private citizen, why can't he do what he wants? Let let him live his life, palace people. Oh, my gosh. Now, Stand Up for Heroes launched in 2007, so this is what it's raising money for uh, to honor injured veterans and their family. This organization has raised more than $55 million since it started. Better be careful about yelling at him about that for crying out loud when the queen took away all of his, uh, you know, stuff. As a as a royal, he's mm-hmm. not involved with the military. Let him do stuff privately. Well, let's see what happens tomorrow. I bet they clutch their pearls. I bet they're clutching them right now. <laughs> so tightly. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, because they had... Megan and Harry had their own Remembrance Day observation uh, over the weekend. Oh, they had a hissy fit. And the... Ro- yes, the British Royal Rota... And all of those people over in the UK had a hissy fit about it. That he went to a cemetery and laid poppies down or something. What he would have done in London yeah. had a, what? What? How, how was that bad? Yeah, exactly. Well, anytime he's out, it's bad. Right, but he's this just is on so... the wrong soil. <laughs> he's in the US. He's on the wrong side of the pond, as far as all they're concerned. They're oh. sore losers, maybe. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what it is. That's what I think. That's how we view it from here on. I just sore losers. They lost him. They lost the fun one that they like so much, and he's over here in the United States. They're sore losers. We're gonna look at with royal eyes. Hollywood speed. There you go. (laughs) Beautiful. Thanks, Holly. You're welcome. You know, let's get right to my talk traffic. It's popping outside this afternoon. The wintry conditions, winter storm warning still in effect. So we'll start 94 eastbound. Your Dayton bumper to bumper traffic, Brockton Lane and Highway 610. This is the study of duh with noted academic journal skimmer Lori. Uh, yeah, everyone knows that, though. Everybody knows. 
academic skimmer uh, is so fitting, Rocco. It is. And you I know absolutely love this. And I've really got some good news for everyone who's concerned about the quality of their sperm. And this, I oh, skimmed the this journal. this is really something that's top of mind right now. Well, Julia, I skimmed the Journal of Andrology. Okay. Of what? Andrology. Okay. Okay. And um, don't even ask me what it means. I, I'm not. It's it, But it doesn't mean Android phone. It's, it's an, allergy. Like, it's like men, you know, when they go yeah. into their version of menopause, we call it andopause. Yes. I think got it's it. got something to do. Perfect. It's Latin for man. I think you're right. Andrology is this branch of physiology and medicine which deals with diseases and conditions specific to, to men. men. Yes. All right, perfect. Look at that. You're very good with your word entomology. Thank you. So this um <laughs> this now longtime listeners of our program will know that Dan Butner has advocated for several things, but beans is one of them. We are blue zone our hero. blue zone diet guy. But they did a study um adding Nuts to a man's diet is a key role in keeping a man's sperm strong, fresh, fertile. Does it matter what kind or can it be peanuts? Can it be tree nuts? Well, what the hell are what's What's where do nuts grow? Julia, we are not going, you're not (laughs) derailing. I'm not going not to, but I am when you railing. say a tree nut, Lori. Like, we should at least know what that is. Tree a nuts. tree nut is an almond, a hazelnut, a walnut. It's not something that grows from the ground like a peanut grows, you know, from the ground. You do know that, right? Sure. You didn't know that. I just have never seen a peanut tree. Peanut farm. You've never heard about a peanut farm. Been to they're Georgia. bushes. No, I know they're bushes. Yeah. They yeah. like, like, like yeah. tea bushes are bushes, and they take the nut of the tea, you know, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, whatever. So I'm just tree it, nuts. Okay, the tree ones. Tree nuts. Google it. I don't know if what I other... just Googled it. Lori was right. Yeah. As usual. Well, I know. I'm sick of it. That's why <laughs> I'm going to try the, to derail you. I, I skimmed the journal. Android. Don't ask me, you know, uh, these things when you haven't skimmed it, and I have, you know, I'll, I may or may not have the answer. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, what they, they, they tested these guys. They had, uh, uh, they took like three fourths of the group were eating the tree nuts, and then they had another like, uh, fourth of the group eating nothing, you know, okay. no tree nuts. And then okay. they tested their sperm mobility and uh, everything else that they're measuring for fertile sure. fertile sperm flow. Okay. And 97% of the men who were eating the tree nuts were manufacturing uh, this thing in your DNA that um, basically... It stops crooked sperm. Can I put it that way? Well, this is good news for people that have been having a hard time maybe getting pregnant. Or uh, not necessarily that, but maybe their sperm, maybe it's your sperm is whack. You've been maybe you're a certain age, maybe you're uh, a younger person, but you've been told you've got a low swim count or you don't have strong enough. Go forth, tree nuts. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, it might might impact your ability to have children. Well, this is this is break because this is breakthrough, Laurie. of DNA methylation, which frequently is a thing that um, needs to happen. It needs <laughs> to happen. It's a natural change your DNA goes through. Blah 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 blah. Is this like a breakthrough study that just came out today? 
Uh, this, but see, this could be eye opening because if anyone is in that period of the, time when you really are trying to get pregnant, but your sperm count is low, maybe this could help. Well, this is the first time a study has examined the effect diet has had on the function of sperm DNA, and it's the first study to show that tree nuts can be incorporated into a Western diet and positively impact DNA methylation which is key for stronger sperm. Okay. But not the good old beer nuts, the sugar-coated peanuts. <laughs> no. Those don't work, because those would be the ones I didn't <laughs> Those, those are nuts, not are they? from no. the trees. I understood. These are from bushes in Georgia. Or wherever, yeah, but <laughs> tree nuts, almonds, hazelnuts, walnuts. These are the nuts. Pistachios. Pistachio. Is cashew from a tree? I don't know. I didn't see that. Chestnuts, just in time for Christmas. That's right. Have you ever had a roasted chestnut? In I New can't York. think of a worst... Tasting thing in my life. Oh, I kind of like them. Chestnuts roasting on the open fire. I'm so excited. I'm in Europe. I'm in. Yes. It's yeah. cold. cold. I'm like going to go get them. chestnuts. They come in like a wax bag. You eat one. That that's crap. You don't like nut meat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. But yeah, I agree. No I remember being in please. Rome. I studied abroad in Rome back in the day. And yeah. you, it's just so romantic and it just smells so good. Yes. And, yeah. and then you buy them and you're like, yeah. Oh, I was so grossed out. Yeah. I really, that was a really bad taste. Right. Have you tried them? Yes, I liked them as my memory of it recalls, but who knows? I had them in New York. I didn't have a memorable yeah. chestnut in Europe. Oh, it was just like, oh. Um, is it cashew from a tree? Oh, I was looking I, up and uh, no, I was looking up DNA methylization. Well, uh, I can't you say? believe you could spell that. Cashew. I believe it is cashew. Is that from a tree? I feel like yeah, that's from the it's ground. From a cashew tree. Okay. Oh, it is. I think. Jeez, well, I don't know. Are See? But it can only be tree nuts All right, that got affect it. that, and you would just uh, just start a- adding them. So this is good yes, news for is nuts a, it and is sperm. A, it is a tree nut. All right. Just you know. be careful once again when you Google sperm and nuts. Right. That's right. I know. <laughs> just, so, and I didn't. It's, is the duh there? I don't really know, but we do know that sperm goes awry. That, Thank that you. So there like we get our duh. pot can affect sperm. <laughs> I think the duh is that sperm and nuts all go together. That's right. Yeah, okay. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. That's better. Okay. Okay. Now, now here's like another one. Um, yes. All right. Now, here's the headline of the study. Study finds pasta eaters have better diet quality than anybody else. Pasta eaters. This is good news. Well, so it must tell me. Okay, so tell me how it's a study by Nutritional Strategies, which pulled data from tens of thousands of American children and adults via the government's Government Health and Nutrition Examination Survey, which I'm sure you all filled out. Mm -hmm. And, um, So, uh, pasta eaters were found to consume less saturated fat and sugar on average. And, um, you know, because carbohydrates are always getting a bad rap. Yeah, they are. Always getting a bad rap. But but if you have a diet high in carbs but low in fat, it is just as effective as a low-carb diet for shedding pounds. You know, right. if you don't yes, have yes, it with yes. the creamy sauce. Yes, yes, yes. So don't people you should... You do it in olive oil. In olive oil, and you add fresh tomatoes and maybe some nuts and some, some asparagus. Seafood. But there's a way to eat a lot of health. And I feel like Danny Butner has kind of told us that before. Don't be afraid of pasta. It's how you mix it. Because it's such a great way of getting vegetables and high protein... Together. Together. 
So good news for pasta. No kidding. I've, pasta has not had good news in a while, I feel like. I, I'm they happy, get a wrap. I'm happy to deliver it. Now, oh, I can't it, even think of the last time I've even eaten pasta. I love it. Blacko, are you? Yeah, we made you, a pesto last week. Oh, I can't mm-hmm. even think. Yum. Yeah, doesn't yeah. that sound I really spend good? all my excess calories on ice cream. Yeah. I really Save have some put it, for pasta, I need Jules. to put some into a different carbohydrate bowl. Yeah. Like a piece of bread. Whoa. Like I would die for a piece of sourdough bread with hot butter on a crunchy crust. Oh, I just it's had a piece last night. So long. Yeah. All my calories go to ice cream. Well, you got to make missing. Choices. I need to make some different, better choices. <laughs> and pesto has tree nuts in it too, so we're you're two right. For two but the, are pine nuts tree nuts? Yes. Yes. Okay. So there's the a damn lot peanut of has a bad rap. And I love a pine nut in a pasta dish so made with the yeah. uh, that pesto, mm-hmm. or even if it's an olive oil with like some of those cherry. I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Three red tomatoes. Mm. Delish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so this good news now, I got to just in honor of, you know, skimming through this because I was all excited reading my nutritional strategies journal i haven't read it for a while but then i get to the bottom that the research was funded by the national pasta well of course course. mr ragu and this is only when you use the pasta no um, they didn't say it was just a national okay they wanted to look at they just pasta needs some good publicity thank you i I would agree pasta could use some good news all right very good listen um that's all i got for you nuts sperm and pasta what else do you need on a tuesday absolutely it's a perfect (laughs) tuesday order nuts Sperm no, and pots. The don't pasta. put those two together. Okay. All right. All right. Well, we'll be right back. Well, Allison Martinson uh, tweeted us, and she said, "Cashew nuts grow from the bottom of a cashew apple," and then tweeted us the actual damn picture. And I'm like, "Who would have known? Who, who knew?" Because we mean, were talking about eating tree nuts for better sperm flowage. All right. Here's something exciting. Not for better flowage. But just for stronger sperm. <laughs> stronger sperm, Same faster thing. swimmers. Uh, the only reason you need them is if you need to get pregnant, Lori. When else do you need fast sperm? That's true. Doesn't that's what I've what... been trying to tell you. Right, right. There's only one. If you want to get someone, get pregnant, pregnant have right. children, you Eat need nuts. You need swimmers. You need swimmers. You need good. Uh... You need good strength in the arms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what the nuts will do. Okay. Okay, so do you think this is a good idea? You know how um, Sephora is in JCPenney's? Yes. Locations now. Target has just teamed with Ulta. Ulta Beauty Stores. So at 1,000 of Target locations, they're going to have a 1,000 foot, square foot mini beauty brands. So they're going to be able to sell higher okay. higher end brands. Oh, all right. Because I, um, I like the brands that they sell at Target because it's such a good, rich selection. It of is. But- all prices. Right, but they're going to be able to expand that and get different brands that you've well, never been be able to have before. And There's got to be some here. Well, it's going to start. It's going to be 1,000 square foot mini stores called Ulta Beauty at Target. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be next to the existing beauty sections, giving guests the opportunity to engage with new products and bigger brands. But here's my favorite. Here's the line. Um, the goal behind the partnership is to redefine beauty experiences. 
Okay. <laughs> create new opportunities for you guests can call and brand whatever partners. Whatever you want. You want to sell more makeup? We get it. Retail industry forward. <laughs> Do you think Target will ever stop calling people guests? That is the single I, most annoying marketing see, thing they do. That doesn't bug me. That doesn't. You're not bug a guest. You're a customer. Yeah, I know. You're not a guest. You're a guest like, in somebody's home. I'd like home. a hostess gift then if I'm going in there. To yeah, be a guest. I mean they always <laughs> can refer. I, can I, I have guess. a guest? We're trying to make the There's most comfortable guests, and I'm like, then right, stop exactly. taking my money. That would make me exactly. feel more comfortable. Can I have a guest package to go, please? Yeah. No, but that is. It's like the strangest. Uh, I've never understood guest, that. Be our guest. Yeah. You're a customer at Disney World. Be my guest. Be my guest. Yeah, you just made my point. Right. Whatever. I don't think you're a customer at Disney World. You don't? I think they are. They amp up that, you know, they do customer be my guest. service or whatever. Yeah, you know. my guest. Yeah. All right, fine. All right, here's the deal. Jason Momoa, who we, the Love. first season of Game of Thrones, mm. he and his character. Mm-hmm. Khal Drago. Mm-hmm. Or something. Yeah, we saw sex. He's a very like we, nuanced character. He yeah, he did. He yes, such... <laughs> we, he really did, and we'd never seen. And he was gone after one season. Yes, so Much here, disappointment. Here's, here's what he said. So after season, he, he joined Game of Thrones season one. He was on the very first season. He had a huge role with Darius. Um, he had a house in Los Angeles, a wife, Lisa Bonet, and two kids. And while HBO series became a huge, huge sensation, his character. Carl Drago or Drago was killed off just after 10 episodes. Right. He found himself scrambling to pay the family bills. I bet. He said, I couldn't get work. He, um, it took a long time over the next few years, but finally his luck changed in 2016 when he booked his Aquaman role with the Justice League. And he said, suddenly he had a superhero franchise, which we all know about on his hands, the Mm -hmm. more money in the bank. It's very challenging when you have babies and you're completely in debt. Wow. Mm-hmm. I would have never expected that. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have either. And he said he doesn't have any trouble finding work now. But remember, probably the first year of Game of Thrones, they didn't make the big money like no, they made at the end at of all. it. Not at, at all. At all. And so he said he's booked through 2024 right now. That's good. But he admitted he still can't believe his success. Oh, remember how disappointed we were that he got killed? Because it was such a hot. That was such a big part of sucking me in yeah, right. to Game of Thrones. Yeah. I mean, they were hot. Rocco, did you watch it? Oh, yeah. 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 That was. I just remember being bummed that his character, I wanted to kind of see more what was going to happen. But I guess it, that's how it happened in the book. Mm-hmm. Right? And, yep. He's going to be in Dune. Did you skim that book? No. No. Lori didn't read those books. Oh, he's so Dune. lying. Yuck. I never read that book, and Dude, I never read yeah. any of the game of the George R. Martin. No. No. I know we uh, Holly posted uh, Zendaya. She's on the cover of um, December L magazine, and she talks all about because Zendaya, Jason Bamoa, and Timothy Chalamet are all in Dune, which those looked. That's one I've never I, been able to get into. And it's mm-hmm. not Stephen King, is it? Because no, always, it's, it's it's living in a desert, isn't it, or something horrible? It's Frank Herbert or something. Yeah, it's, oh, a, it's hair bear it's a, or something. A, a, I'm no. sure Holly's into it. It's like <laughs> it seems like a, a <laughs> not solid to typecaster, but it does sound like a Holly thing. It's a sci-fi Fine, movie yeah, or TV or excuse me, book from the mid '60s, yes. and it was a huge. It won the Hugo Award. It won a con. It it was started as like a serial novel and. It's been made into, I don't know how many movies. The Dune? Dune. Yeah, there was the one with Sting and uh, the the Twin Peaks guy back in the 80s, 84. right? 84. 
David Lynch directed yeah. it. That was just weird as hell. Nobody saw it. Yeah, I'm not. I, I a lot of nerds saw it. A lot of nerds okay. saw it. Okay, fine, fine. <laughs> All right. We're... Anyway, we don't. Nobody cares. <laughs> well, you know... well, the question is, will Doom be the next Blade Runner or Lord of the Rings? No. And a lot of people. I'm going to say no. How can it be? It's already tried so many times. Well, yeah. when's it coming out? Because nobody's going it's to movies right It's coming out soon. It's I coming think, out next year, next summer. Oh. I like that last Blade Runner movie. Did you guys see that it one? It was good. That was super With good. With Ryan Gosling? Yeah. Yeah, it was Never really good. It. And really people good. liked the book that like sci-fi books and yeah. that read that and stuff. And kids, people still read it. They but do. Anyway, they're hoping that, uh, you know, these three will, between Jason, Zendaya, and Timothy Chalamet, it's and the happen. new direction, that'll be something. Okay, this is what's going to be happening tomorrow. Um, it's going to be um, going viral, and it's about the cutest thing you've ever seen, a monkey giving his pal monkey mouth-to-mouth, <laughs> like a human after she claps to a, collapses on the ground. It is the cutest photo. So when you see it tomorrow, monkey mouth-to-mouth, the monkey mouth to mouth, it's from us? No, they're not playing around. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's for real. <laughs> Everyone have a good night. We'll be back tomorrow. Thanks, Rocco. Job done. Off you go. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.